What's up and welcome to the DualSense Podcast, a PlayStation News Podcast. This is episode 121. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason. I'm joined as always by your other co-host, who's calling himself this evening on Zencaster, Mr. Bill Ding. Bill Ding, also known as Travis. What's good? Not much. I came from a Mexican, uh, Asian background, so sorry, I'm going to say American, Asian background. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. Yeah. Bill Ding, huh? Yeah. What else has been going on? Um, absolutely nothing. My car's making weird noises, and that's fine. It's mm. okay. We'll just drive it until it breaks. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you had lunch today, and uh, all the servers were dressed up for Halloween. They were all the Spice Girls. Yeah, uh, our our ours was a gay man, but he was also sporty Spice. So he, he was, was he was uh, two things. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Correct. So anyway, well, nothing, nothing uh, to report. Really, I'm having an iced pumpkin coffee from the McDonald's. McDonald's. The problem is, is that it's more coffee than pumpkin and i don't like that i like my I mean, coffee with sugar and just a hint of coffee you know it sounds saying? like that's a good thing what do you mean to have more coffee than pumpkin did you get did you go with our waiter from lunch to get this <laughs> no straight men can like pumpkin spice and everything nice i suppose what what, ha- mm. what hallmark movie are you watching tonight are you gonna have time uh, to go to I the think there's an, beyond yeah <laughs> i think there's a new premiere tonight it's called um what is it called? Something, something married. It's a play on words. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, uh, something, something married. Mm, I don't Mar- remember. Married to be married. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, is it one where the, the small town girl meets the uh, man who went to the big city and comes home to see his family and falls in love? Yes. That one. Okay. <laughs> I think it's called have a married Christmas or something like that. So that's exciting. So anyway, Travis, I swear <laughs> we are a, PlayStation podcast where you and I get together each and every week. We discuss all things like news, rumors, new game releases, announcements, and much more in the world of PlayStation. We do it all in under 90 minutes, and we post every Monday on all the usual podcast services around the world, of course, as well as YouTube, where we share gameplay videos as well. I just posted yesterday some Battlefield 2042 highlights. I don't know if you noticed that, but it's some good shit on there. I uh, just shared it on the Twitter a little bit ago, actually. So. If you're looking to kill about 10 minutes, it's a good little good little 10-minute time waster for you. But uh, we're also on social media. Our primary feed is Twitter, where we go by at the DualSense Pod. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, and we have a blog called thedualsensepodcast.wordpress.com. So be sure to look us up and chat some PlayStation with us. We would love to hear from you, as we occasionally do. So without further ado here, Travis, let's jump into... A week of news that isn't very noteworthy, but there are some interesting things here to discuss. Starting with number one, it seems that a new Uncharted game is in the works at PlayStation's long-rumored quote-unquote secret team in San Diego. San Diego. A new job listing for a game design intern at PlayStation has revealed that Sony is building a new development team out of San Diego and they are co-developing a new AAA game with Naughty Dog based on a Sony IP, which is referred to as a quote-unquote beloved franchise in the job listing. Earlier this year, a Naughty Dog recruiter posted on LinkedIn that it was, quote, special being able to be building future teams for not only new titles, but also for the legacy of Uncharted, end quote. 
It is unclear if this new San Diego-based team is actually part of PlayStation's Visual Arts Services Group, which Bloomberg reported last year approached Sony about remaking the original Uncharted game, but were denied and instead put on The Last of Us Part 1. So there is a little bit of confusion here about what, who these people actually are, but what do you make of a, of a new Uncharted game? I mean, I think the biggest story here is if you want to find out information, find out who the recruiters are and follow them because they're always the ones that release stuff they shouldn't. Like, it's always yeah. a thing they do. They do it in, like, every single business, you know? Sure. Oh, it's great to be working on these new Oregon football jerseys. Like, why are you putting that up? Like, anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, like, everybody in the world who's played PlayStation, I'm sure we'll, we're all in on a new Uncharted. I think if it's new... I assume it's going to be the transition away from Nathan Drake we've heard about you know, since the last game. So that would be my guess. But yeah, it's exciting. And they're going to remake the Uncharted games at some point. So I think that's worth noting. I'm not sure when, but I could see it being a situation where they announce the new game. Maybe maybe that comes out in 26 and they put out a remake in 24. Like, you know, and it kind of keeps Uncharted in the ether a little bit. That would be kind of my guess. But um, no, I'm not. I'm not opposed to this at all. I don't really know. It has to be Uncharted. I mean, what else? What other beloved franchise is there <laughs> from them? So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, it's a dead giveaway. I think that, that it's Naughty Dog. I mean, what other beloved franchise is there from Naughty Dog other than Uncharted? Because it's yeah. not like you would put. It's not like you would put them together with not Naughty Dog to work on like Killzone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you, you wouldn't do that. You would get Gorilla if you really wanted wanted to do that, for instance. And we also know it's not The Last of Us because they just got done remaking the first one. Um, the second one already runs fine. They're working on the multiplayer game. So, and then the fact that we have that we know that in the past that the Uncharted remake of the first one was already visited. Um, they already pitched it. I think that Sony Bend even pitched it. We've talked about that on the show before. Sony Bend pitched doing another Uncharted game at one point. So it's kind of been in the ether it seems like, and now they're officially going to go for it. I say officially in quotes, nothing's been announced, but you know, Uncharted, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it goes away from Nathan Drake. I don't think that Nathan is in the next one, or if he is, it's a very minor, almost like cameo in my opinion. And I think that's the way that they can kind of almost reboot the franchise or start a different legacy of it, if you will. Uh (laughs) And so I think that there's a way to do that, and they have they have that that door already open for them. The other really interesting thing is like I, what I want to know more so is is this truly a new studio, like a full blown new PlayStation studio that they're putting together, or is this like I mentioned in the write up? Is this just you know like they've got thirty people together, forty people together from PlayStation Visual Arts, and they're gonna just help Naughty Dog? They're gonna carry the weight for Naughty Dog, carry the water. And then at the end, you know, Naughty Dog is going to take all the credit for it like they did The Last of Us. So I'm I'm curious if it's another one of those situations or if this is truly a new studio. I feel like it's just, I feel like it's not a brand new studio because they're co-developing it with Naughty Dog. But then on the other hand, it is Naughty Dog's baby, so to speak. So maybe that's just the way it is. Um, and, and we all know that Naughty Dog probably has the biggest swinging dick at PlayStation Studios out of all of them. So. If they want to help with that, talk with their IP, I'm sure that they have full right of refusal to do so. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll uh, have a PlayStation showcase one day to talk about what the fuck PlayStation's actually doing. 
Number two, PlayStation London Studio announced this week that its next project is an online cooperative combat game set in a fantasy version of modern-day London. The game is being developed for PlayStation 5 on, on London Studios' internal Soho engine, which has been used in their virtual reality titles VR Worlds and Blood and Truth. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz, studio co-head Tara Saunders said it is the developer's most ambitious game to date, while fellow studio, studio co-head Stuart White added that the project was greenlit over other ideas after ranking high amongst both PlayStation leadership and video game players who contributed to an anonymous poll. What do you think about this? I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not excited at all. <laughs> it's really, like, I feel nothing. Uh, the fantasy London. Uh, fantasy London <laughs> is the most interesting thing to me. Like you're, you're gonna make, you're gonna make a combat game, which could be anything. It could be FPS. Yeah. It could be a brawler. It could be a, a thousand things. It could be a mm-hmm. different version that plays like Avengers. I don't know. And all you've really made, you're using an engine that's been on vr vr worlds and blood and truth it's like nothing that's really blown me away with the engine so it's like okay i don't know whatever it's just yeah listen an anonymous poll is not a real great thing to use for anything i mean i had the same thought just people just click shit oh it's a poll how about b like you know you have to think 30 percent of your results are complete bullshit so I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't, this doesn't get my dick hard at all. Basically. I don't, uh, I don't, I need to see more stuff, I guess, but you know, just another developer, another studio head telling me that this is their most ambitious thing to date. I'm, I don't need to hear that anymore. I hear that a thousand times. It's our most ambitious thing to date. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like the reason we do more is because we can. So like, you don't have to tell me that. Like, (laughs) It's almost like they're trying to justify, like, we never tried something this hard. It's almost like a failsafe. Like, well, we tried. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird. But no, I'm not, this doesn't excite me at all. Like, I need more information. Just the vagueness of it makes me feel like it's not that interesting because they could have gave us a little bit more. Like, it's a combat game. Cool. Well, there's 15 subsets. I mean, I don't know. No, I think you're you're flirting around the point that I want to make, which is that why did they announce this game in this way? <laughs> <laughs> why why did they do it like this that's fair they they did an interview they had the studio heads give an interview to gamesindustry.biz I, and to their credit they gave us the genre they gave us the the gist of the game they showed one piece of concept art no trailer no name nothing and they did not do a playstation they didn't do it on the playstation blog at least mm-hmm. that i saw maybe after the fact they didn't do it on the playstation blog they didn't put out a trailer but they didn't do it at a state of play. They didn't do it at a PlayStation showcase. Like I find that incredibly weird. Like I don't, I don't know why they did it that way. I don't know why PlayStation is making some of the moves that they're making from a marketing standpoint. Why we don't have a showcase at this point. The concept art, I will say, looks like Fortnite. <laughs> kind yeah. of. It looks. It looks. Then it's in that. It's in the vein of Fortnite, which as a live service game, we know that you know, that's the gold standard that everybody's chasing. So is that cash cow? So I almost feel like PlayStation did it this way because they know that a lot of people are going to have the reaction that that you did, which is like, whatever, or like, I'm eh, kind of, you know, to, to it. I think they know that a lot of their player base will feel that way. They didn't, they almost buried it in a way, I guess, mm-hmm. is what it feels like to me because... They just announced 
a new IP for PlayStation 5 from one of their main first-party studios, and they did it like this. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't add up. I was just going to say, the way they announced it and the way it reads and all of that, it it feels like a forgotten game already. It feels like a a PlayStation Plus game that was a third-party studio. It just feels so weird. Yeah, I, I agree. It's... It doesn't, something doesn't add up in my opinion. Now, with that said, I'm not turned off by what they describe the game as. I'm not turned off by the concept art that we saw. As long as it's not a complete ripoff of something that we already have, i.e. Fortnite, then if it's an iterative take on that, then that's fine. And, you know, I'm not turned off by the art style totally. Like, it looks cool. There's like, demons and monsters and shit in the concept art and stuff like that and people are shooting and people are looks like they've got a, you know somebody's got a melee weapon or whatever like that's cool it could be cool i just they they should they should have done a better job it's is, is i guess is what i'm trying to say they they could have done better did they have to announce this game right now this goes back to what we've been talking about on the show for the last several weeks like what are these studios doing and we've got more ex- examples coming up later on like what are these studios doing what is going on behind the scenes? Maybe it's as simple as it's an arms race behind the scenes to get talent and all these studios need to get these games going. So they have to put these things out there. So people hear about it, find out about it. And they're like, oh, fuck, that sounds cool. I want to go work at London studio. You know what I'm saying? So otherwise, there's no reason really, in my opinion, to announce this game right now, because this sounds like this is, you know, a couple of years away. I don't know. The fuck do I know? Number three, Witcher developer CD Projekt Red announced this week that the original 2007 game is being remade from the ground up in Unreal Engine 5, with the same toolset being used on upcoming Witcher titles. Formerly codenamed Canis Majoris, the remake is a collaboration between CD Projekt Red and developer Fool's Theory, which sounds like a bad rock band, by the way. (laughs) Fool's Theory is most known for their support work on RPGs such as Divinity Original Sin 2, Baldur's Gate 3, and Outriders. Fool's Theory is also the home to many former CD Projekt Red staff members who worked on the original Witcher trilogy of games. The Witcher was first released in 2007 on PC and is based on the novel series from Polish author Andrzej Sapkowski. A console version was scheduled to release in 2009, but was canceled due to financial issues with port developer Widescreen Games. Sequels followed in 2011 and 2015 to round out the original trilogy, with CD Projekt Red recently announcing that a new saga of Witcher games is in the works. Okay, so a full-blown remake for the original Mm -hmm. game. Any thoughts? I know this isn't your jam necessarily, but what do you think? Yeah, I mean, we talked about the the new saga a couple of weeks ago where they're laid out the roadmap for the next four decades, but... Yeah, exactly. I enjoy enjoy the the developer matchup here, right? Fool's Theory, they've done some things that are, you know, Outriders, all that fun stuff. They have people that have worked on the original Witcher, so I think they mesh really sure. well together. You know, I think mm-hmm. because of that experience and the similarity kind of in the RPG world that the door is kind of open for there to be a lot of new ideas, but ideas that are in the right place, I think, or at least new ideas to make the remake better, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, they're not taking people that were doing FPS games, right? And then they're not going to have any idea of what the RPG needs. So I like this matchup really well. I think that you point. know this game, like it came out in 2007, right? I mean, it's 15, mm-hmm. 16 years old. Like 
a full remake of it does make sense, especially with the popularity of the last two and the way it will look will be so different. Like it's going to be, it has the potential to be a completely unrecognizable game in a sense. So um, I think it's a good idea. I like the matchup. All of it seems like it's thumbs up, right? It all seems like an easy go. I'm pretty sure that Sapowski was one of the uh, main suspects in the Jack the Ripper case though. (laughs) Oh yeah. So, yeah, well, he also in his spare time wrote one of the great RPG games of all times. So, well, he was role playing as a serial killer, so he's got decent experience. Yeah, make it adds up. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with you. I think that's a good point in in the ter- in terms of fool's theory having experience working in support on some of the bigger what I'll call computer RPGs, Divinity Original Sin 2, Baldur's Gate, etc. Um those are two big ones and pretty highly regarded games, so that's um, a good sign, I think. It makes me wonder, if you remake the first game, you would think that, and we know they're remaking the third game, so the obvious question is, when is the remake of the second game coming? I think that's probably happening, and a fair question to ask. Uh, we know the third remake is coming this year. Uh, this one sounds like it's several years away, but, uh, you know, I don't mind this. I think I tried, no, I did not play the first one, because, like I said, it got canceled on console. I tried to play the second one, but it was a little rough around the edges at the time. So I'm interested in checking out the remake of the first one. It, especially if, you know, if it's going to be ground up on Unreal Engine, I think that sounds pretty good. I think that could, uh, could be pretty awesome. So it's exciting news. And, you know, like you said, it's just the weird thing again about this is like literally a couple of weeks ago, you alluded to it. CD Projekt Red gave us their roadmap for like the next decade of what they're working on. And then they, and then two weeks later, they tell us, oh yeah, Canis Majoris that we just announced two weeks ago, that's actually the Witcher remake. Just tell us it's the Witcher remake. Like, what are the, like these, these marketing and PR people, they overthink this shit way too much. Way too much. Because there's yeah, nothing different two weeks, there's nothing different from now to two weeks ago when you already had everyone's attention. Yeah, you told us everything else already. Yeah, you already like, had everyone's what? attention. Number four. Industry analysts, the NPD group, released their September sales data last week, which I somehow missed, Travis. I texted you right after the show. So let's review it. The PlayStation 5 was the best-selling piece of hardware in the United States for the second straight month in both the units sold and dollar sales. In fact, the PS5 has enjoyed a double-digit growth from the same time last year in a sign of much-improved availability. The top 10 best-selling games on PlayStation for the month were number 1, FIFA 23, Madden 23, NBA 2K23, which are also the top three best-selling games overall, regardless of platform. Number four on PlayStation was The Last of Us Part 1, which was fifth on the overall list. Saints Row was five, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection at six, Elden Ring at seven, Horizon Forbidden West at number eight, which was 16 on the overall list. Number nine on PlayStation was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle. Okay. And number 10 on PlayStation was Gran Turismo 7. A couple of other interesting notes. Marvel's Spider-Man was number 10 overall, but not on the PlayStation list due to the PC version of the game, obviously. MLB The Show 22, likewise, was number 19 overall, but also not on the PlayStation list due to it also being on other platforms. Anything uh, stand out to you here? Yeah, baseball sucks. (laughs) Not sure what... JoJo's Bizarre Adventures doing up there. That's weird. But um, yeah, everything else is par for the course. You know, next month it'll be Modern Warfare. Mm. 
the oh, month yeah. after that will be God of War and Modern Warfare. So, mm. you know, this is the last this is the last month without those two games being in the top five uh, for a while. Yeah, definitely, no question about that. I I thought it was pretty impressive that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles launched at number six on PlayStation, also number six overall. That's you know for a, a collection of games that were on like NES and SNES. That's pretty cool. Uh, the Last of Us being at number four, right behind all the heavy hitter sports games, is is pretty well, uh, pretty good for that. Uh, that that basically means that outside of the game, those games that are unbeatable, it was the best. So you could, it's kind of a, it's a kind of like a one A, or I'm not, I'm sorry, it's kind of like a one B, basically in a way. Uh, I don't know what jo- I don't know what people see in JoJo Siwa's Bizarre Adventure, but whatever. And uh, yeah, your beloved Gran Turismo is back in the top ten on PlayStation. And yeah, baseball sucks. Spider-Man charting high overall because of PC. So we'll see where Miles Morales is uh, once it uh, we get some data on it as well. I'm curious about that. Number five, PlayStation revealed November's PlayStation Plus essential tier games this week, Travis. Starting November 1st, players can enjoy hardcore action RPG Neo 2 on PlayStation 4 and its enhanced version on PS5. The LEGO Harry Potter collection will also be available on PS4, as well as challenging physics-based space station exploration game Heavenly Bodies for both PS4 and PS5. There's also a new PlayStation Plus Spotify playlist, Travis, which I had no idea was a thing, and it will be refreshed with new songs each and every month. So what do you think about uh, this week's, or this month's lineup, I should say, at the lowest tier? Uh, Lego Harry Potter is interesting. I'm sure it'll do, I'm sure it'll have a decent amount of downloads. Um... I'll definitely check out Heavenly Bodies. That looks fun. Yeah. Didn't know that there was a PlayStation Spotify list, but I assume it's like all the other video game soundtracks where it's just a bunch of music I've never heard in my life, and I have no idea where they find this music. Yeah, definitely. I didn't know that that was a thing, period. Um, I think it's a pretty good week. Or God, why do I keep saying week? It's a pretty good month overall. Uh, I won't play Neo 2. It's too hard for me. But uh, it's a it's a pretty highly regarded game. Lego Harry Potter collection. I understand the draw of the Lego games, but not for me. Heavenly Bodies, definitely going to give that a shot. I wish that it had online co-op, but it doesn't. It has a local co-op. This is the game, when it came out, I showed it to you, and it's like where you use the right trigger to control your right hand, the right stick to control your right arm, the left stick, you know, the opposite, the left stick to control your left arm, and you like grab a hold of stuff and move around the space station, and it's like, you know, blowing you everywhere, and shit's knocking you around. So. It looks cool, but I wish it had online co-op, but I'll still check it out regardless. And uh, we should have the extra and premium games, I would say, announced here within the next couple of weeks as well. So we'll see what those end up being. Number six, Travis, we have a bunch of news nuggets as well. Feel free to jump in here with me. First nugget, we've already reported this, but with new PlayStation functionality popping up in the Discord app beta, it's worth a reminder that Discord integration is coming to PS- PS5 on March 8th, according to insider Tom Henderson. Beleaguered PS5 exclusive RPG Forspoken received a new PlayStation blog post this week detailing the game's parkour abilities, if you're interested. It actually looks kind of neat for a change. Website Video Games Chronicle reported that developer Rocksteady's co-founders Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker are leaving the studio to do what sounds like creating a new studio. The two are largely responsible for the Batman Arkham series of games. Mm. They're gonna they're gonna start working on Batman Barkham. 
<laughs> oh, classic. Also, Hideo Kojima is claiming that his new game is something we've never seen before. He told The Guardian, quote, It's almost like a new medium. If this succeeds, it'll turn things around, not just in the game industry, but the movie industry as well, end quote. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, so it won't. Yeah, we'll see about that. I mean, it's just going to be something with a bunch of actors and shit in it. Like, that's why he keeps posting all these pictures with people like Jordan Peele and all this shit like that. So, I mean, I'm sure it'll be cool, but I don't think it's going to be a new medium. I mean, fuck you talking about. (laughs) Also, Uncharted The Legacy of Thieves Collection is PlayStation's weakest PC title launch so far. According to Steam data, its peak player count over its launch weekend was only 10,851 players. The next lowest was Days Gone with 27,000 during its release weekend. So a pretty piss poor release weekend for Uncharted. Doesn't seem like anybody's really feeling it on PC. It's uh, quite odd to me. I don't know. Just a thought. I give them the last two games in the fucking franchise as the first entry point on PC. I don't know. (laughs) Also, Travis Black Adam and a new arcade mode were scheduled to be added to multiverses this week, but Black Adam was delayed the last minute. Elsewhere, references to the Goonies were data mined from the game's code, so we're going to get some Goonies characters at some point uh. here. <laughs> also, Modern Warfare 2 skins for soccer stars Paul Pogba and Neymar appeared online this week, and I fucking hate that. Uh, to that. <laughs> Paul, Jesus. Paul Pogba sucks, first of all, but I will, I will shoot him in the face. <laughs> That's a fair point. Next nugget, actor Oscar Isaac said that he still wants the Metal Gear Solid movie to happen, but that there, but that there still is no script for the film. So that doesn't bode well. This is why people like him, though. This is a great idea. Absolutely. Quantic Dream's Star Wars Eclipse will introduce a new race to the Star Wars canon, according to Colin Moriarty from Last Stand Media, who received the info as part of a controlled leak from Quantic so that they could gauge interest in such a move and also attract development talent. So, like I referred to earlier, these developers are just throwing out this this shit and just to try to get people to come work for them. So it must be a real problem. I guess they're not immune. The PS5 has just now crossed the 2 million sales milestone in Japan, making it the slowest modern Sony gaming console to do so. It took the PS5 101 weeks to hit 2 million in sales, while the PS4 took 90 weeks and the PS3 took only 73 weeks. So it's getting less and less popular, it seems like, in Japan, but it also could be related to stock issues as well. An upcoming patch for Gotham Knights will attempt to address the heavily criticized performance issues of the game. <laughs> I don't think they can save it just on one patch, but I, I think we're past that point. Yeah. Still not going to be 60 frames, so what does it matter? Space survival horror game The Callisto Protocol has been canceled in Japan after developers striking distant studios determined that it would not get rated in the country without making content cuts. Hmm. Wow. That's interesting. That is. I don't. That doesn't happen very often. I, they might have accidentally made it a cult hit, by, like like more of a cult hit by doing that, though. Like all of a sudden now, yeah. it has this like this lore, like something so bad in the game they they had to cut it in Japan. You know. Yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff online though about how good the game is. They'll just import it. You know, those people people that can speak and uh, whatever understand English will just import the English version, probably. Anyway, Modern Warfare 2's physical edition contains just 70 megabytes of data on the game disk, Travis. The rest of the 100 plus gigabytes must be downloaded to play. So that's a what I would consider a nail in the coffin of physical game. Yeah, and game media. 
I love this, by the way, because 70 megabytes on a disk is absolutely nothing. It's like they ran the laser across it once. Yeah. It's like 10, it's like 10 Microsoft Word documents or some shit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like, yeah, yeah, literally. It's like the, it's like the loading, it's like the, the data code for the word loading on the screen. <laughs> it's enough to get you to the thing to download. But like, yeah. this, I, I'd wondered how, I'd wondered if people would try to kind of push them away from this to save money. And this is a great way to do it. It's pretty clever, actually. I 100% believe that PlayStation 6 will not have a disk drive. Oh, yeah. I believe that wholeheartedly. They'll replace that space with all the other, uh, whatever it was called, the 4D entertainment or whatever we talked about. Next nugget, not PlayStation news per se, but worth noting that Xbox boss Phil Spencer, or Phil Spector, as you say, suggested while speaking at Wall Street Journal Tech Live this week that the company will raise the price of Xbox consoles, games, and subscriptions in the future. He also said that Xbox Game Pass growth is quote-unquote slowing down on console and has missed their internal mark for two years straight. A couple of interesting notes amidst an ongoing console war. Also interesting considering that Phil uh, called out PlayStation for raising their price on the PS5 when they made that announcement. So here we are. You, uh, like, like... Listen, this this street is this is a two way street. I've said on the show before, like you reap what you sow. Like, don't get into the console war stuff because the shit comes out in the wash and it comes back around. So, yeah, PlayStation makes stupid decisions, but guess what? Xbox they're gonna raise their prices too. So, right, and it is what it is. Like we talked about for two years, like at some point the Game Pass, like it's mm-hmm. not gonna make money. How is it gonna continue to be? Not that it's not not a reputable thing to use but how could it be profitable and this this whole industry is about money and if you have this yeah it might be really nice that you could download it and play wherever you want on any kind of thing but if it's not making money they're going to quit doing it so if they've missed mm-hmm. money for two years and their console and their games sell less than playstation how are they making money how is xbox in the green or is the margin just that big on games in general in this market is it you know what i mean so mm-hmm. I think that's hilarious, but of course they have to raise prices in response to Game Pass slowing down in sales and missing their mark for two years. Like most mm. things can't miss their mark for twenty four months and still exist. So, or without people getting fired. So maybe that's the, the the route they go. But like that's not that's not good. Sure, sure. I yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Next nugget. Website Gaming Nexus reported that Naughty Dog's The Last of Us multiplayer game could be going free to play according to the language in a new job posting for a live ops producer that specifically references a free-to-play AAA title. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I don't know why I hadn't considered that, but I think that probably checks out. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that. Yeah, sure. Smart. I mean, it gets people in the door. I mean, even if they hate The Last of Us or have never heard of it, like you just get them in the door and, and try to extract money out of them. Also, Lords of the Fallen and Sniper Ghost Warrior developer CI Games is creating a new survival IP, which is planned for release by the end of 2024, and a live-service tactical shooter, which is releasing by the end of 2025. Hmm. A couple of interesting things there. Yeah, They've got, I, I didn't include here, but on the news story that I did write on GamingNexus.com, I did mention that the tactical shooter is being co-developed by the studio who makes Sniper Ghost Warrior. So pretty sure that's a live service sniper ghost warrior game which is interesting the sniper ghost warrior gameplay online is pretty cool to watch the guys who are actually really good at it it looks like a lot of fun, but mm-hmm. i could see where um you have to like really be into it i think i think it's very niche the way it's set up 
the live service does sound interesting though survival game sounds interesting too i'd like to kind of see more about that next nugget supernatural narrative adventure game last days of lazarus will come to ps5 on november 29th marvel's midnight suns detailed its season pass this week with four additional heroes coming post-launch deadpool venom morbius and storm Developer BioWare announced that Dragon Age Dreadwolf has completed its alpha milestone and is now playable start to finish after just entering full production back in February. Seems pretty fast. Also, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is getting a galactic edition with three character packs releasing throughout the month of November. Fart noise. A limited time Halloween event is taking place in Zombie RPG Dying Light 2 featuring new quests, rewards, free cosmetics, and more. Need for Speed Unbound detailed over 10,000 vehicle customization options in a new series of videos this week, if you're interested. Oh, Jesus. And I was telling you at launch that I think I'm quite interested. So <laughs> it's doing something for me. Fallout 4 is getting a next-gen upgrade eight years after its original release. The update will come to PS5 next year and include a 4K quality graphics mode, as well as a high frame rate performance mode, <laughs> in addition to more Creation Club content. Actually, this is actually pretty cool. I'm mm-hmm. excited about this. And also, it's going to release sometime around the Amazon Fallout show. 100%. Got to get that synergy that everybody's doing now. Can you believe it's been eight years since I shit my pants with my 3D audio headset on? <laughs> when the damn the flying movie. mosquitoes or whatever <laughs> were after you? The rad roaches? Uh, yeah, the things are flying around. I haven't played it since. Dude, that's that was hilarious. <sighs> you that's, the, that's one of the only times I've ever like heard you genuinely... like scream and like panic you're like ah I was like what's what's wrong you're like the fucking mosquito <laughs> I was like dude that's not even the worst of it oh man I forgot where it was and it was moving in my head it kept moving to my yeah. other earpiece I was like Jesus the fuck <laughs> well you own the game so you'll get the free upgrade on PS5 you can look forward to it you can have th- true 3D audio this time great great <laughs> next nugget Cult of the Lamb is celebrating spooky season with a Blood Moon Festival event through November the 10th. It includes a new ritual, three new follower forms to unlock four base de- decorations and new music. What a wonderful game. I need to unlock some of that before it goes away. Also, Travis, Alien Murder Cooking Sim, Godlike Burger, comes to consoles on November 2nd, and this is the Jeffrey Dahmer video game everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> yes, okay. Maybe. You literally... this. Uh, this is super intriguing. Let me tell you about this. Mm-hmm. Unless you have you heard of this before? No, but it, he could have been an alien. But I'm listening. Okay, so <laughs> you're you're right. So in this game, you have a diner on in space on a planet. Your mission is to lure aliens into traps and then murder them and then cut them up and cook them and serve them back to other aliens in your restaurant. <laughs> and, and then if you do well enough, you get to move to another planet and a different diner. And, uh, you know, get new challenges and shit. So pretty outrageous. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it sounds yeah. entertaining. <laughs> I wrote this up on the website and I put Jeffrey Dahmer Sim and I put, did the strike through letters. <laughs> Next nugget. Debt collecting open world RPG Repo Man was announced for PS4 and PS5. It is being developed on Unreal Engine 5 and is launching at some point next year. And it looks really cool. It's really interesting. I'm going to keep my eye on that one. Developer Frontier announced that it will end support Travis for F1 Manager 2022 after just after less than two months on the market. It won't be the last F1 Manager game we get from Frontier, however, as they have a four-game deal with F1. This is very odd. Mm-hmm. Did you play? Did you end up buying this game? 
Yeah, I bought it. I mean, it's it wasn't a bad game. They have it has some bugs in it, like just weird stuff with the tire degradation, and you could like kind of you could scheme the game a little bit on some stuff. And yeah. you know how people are; they found out really quickly. Like you could basically cheese, you, know, you could cheese the development program and whatnot. So they had some legitimate issues they couldn't fix, I think, or maybe patch. It, it's kind of surprising they quit after you know, two months, but if, if the four year deal requires four games in four years, I could see where they were like, well, well, why don't we just, you know, basically use this one as a, as an alpha almost, and we'll just stop supporting it. And we'll go back in house and try to fix everything for next year. I could, I could kind of see that. It's just weird, man. Like two months and they gave up on it and they said, I guess I saw, I was reading online that there's still some of those glitches that you were referring to. In the oh, game, there's still so some there. I don't know what they're doing. Next nugget, PlayStation Call of Duty players get a number of special perks for this year's iteration, including an extra five tiers for each Battle Pass bundle, 25% extra weapon XP when playing in a party, combat packs with each new season, and two extra loadouts. And uh, that'll all go away here in a few years whenever it's not on the system anymore, or at least not exclusive anymore. Developer IO Interactive has detailed Hitman 3's upcoming roguelike freelancer mode in a new video if you're interested. Freelancer mode drops on January 26th, and it looks pretty dope. It looks really cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's, it's just you have to just watch the video and read the article, but it's exciting. It's uh, they're doing yeah. they're doing a good job. Yeah, I'll definitely re I'll probably re-download that and uh, give that a shot. Comes at a good time. I don't I can't remember what else comes out in January, but I know February's fucked, so I have to play it before then. <laughs> yeah, you'll have you'll have four days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have four days to play it. That's it. Hope they can. Hope I can get it all in. Also, website gamesindustry.biz reported that Minecraft console developer 4J Studios is moving into indie game publishing. Creative Services Studio Virtuous has opened a new branch called Virtuous Labs Montpellier. The studio will provide support for creating proprietary engine tools and helping developers move to new game engines. I thought that was interesting that there's like 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 I guess any other place in the in, in businesses that there's all these like niche companies that mm. do specific special services for game developers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's very niche. Also ArenaNet co-founder and Pritania Media founder, Pritania Media founder Jeff Strain has established a new game development studio called Crop Circle Games. Great name. That's good. Which will operate under Pritania Media. Much better than Pritania. That sounds like a ship that yeah. sank. It does. Also, website Pushquare reported that God of War Ragnarok will get a photo mode, but not until after launch. Dumb. Also, a PS5 version of the Spotify app dropped this week, and you will be forced to upgrade the next time you try to use the old version, maybe when you listen to one of those weekly playlists. A mobile game called Bloodborne Mobile has been rated in Australia by a company named Rock Great Games. It has nothing to do with Sony, so it sounds like a scam. Also, every American PS2 game manual has been scanned and archived in 4K by a dedicated fan. And just so you know, there are over 1,900 American PS2 games. Jesus Christ. And that's what depression looks like. Correct. CD Projekt Red has teased that The Witcher 3 PS5 upgrade news is coming quote-unquote soon. Recently, a December 9th release date was leaked by a retailer, so I'd say it's coming December 9th. We don't know whether they say so or not right now. Also, forgotten PS4 free-to-play game Guns Up from new PlayStation Studio Valkyrie Entertainment is being shut down on April the 14th. 
Silent Hill 2 remake developer Bloober Team revealed this week that the project is in the final stages of development, meaning that it is likely coming in the first half of next year on PS5. In other Silent Hill news, hidden messages in the Silent Hill Town Vault trailer contain references to Alessa from the first game, as well as mysterious phrases and SOS codes, and it may also take place in the same universe as Hideo Kojima's PT demo. Speaking of, Hideo Kojima keeps getting visits from PlayStation bigwigs and a surefire sign that a Death Stranding 2 reveal is around the corner. This time, Kojima was visited by the hardcore gamer and PlayStation chief himself, Mr. Jim Ryan. Assassin's Creed Valhalla has now reached 20 million players worldwide. Action RPG Stray Blade was announced and is coming to PS5 sometime in 2023. Looks pretty cool. Website PlayStation Lifestyle reported that GTA Vice City Definitive Edition will leave PlayStation Plus Extra on February 21st. Bo DeMaio, a former writer on Netflix's Witcher series, said that many of the writers on the show hated the original books as well as CD Projekt Red's games, which he said created bad morale on the show. I can only imagine. Bloodborne-inspired game Lies of P will take about 30 hours to complete, according to the game's director. Website PlayStation Universe reported that the following games received update patches this week. Medieval Dynasty got 60 frames per second on PS5. Modern Warfare 2 also got updated, as well as Black Desert Online, DayZ, Minecraft, Overwatch 2, Fallout 76, Sniper Elite 5, Elden Ring, DNF Duel, Riders Republic, Evil Dead the Game, and Dead by Daylight. So if you've been waiting for some fixes or new content, you might want to check those out. Also, Hogwarts Legacy has been raided in Australia and will include, will include some sort of online interactivity as well as in-game purchases. BioWare says that Mass Effect 5 is being envisioned as a single-player-only game. Doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Developer Remedy Entertainment has provided an update that Alan Wake 2 is still on track for a 2023 launch. Sonic Frontiers will take up 25 gigabytes on your PS5 and 23 gigabytes on your PS4 when it launches on November the 8th. Website Gamatsu reported that the Neo series has crossed 7 million copies sold. Hardcore action RPG Wo Long Fallen Dynasty will launch on March 3rd for PS4 and PS5. Cyberpunk Adventure RPG Neon Blood launches on PS4 and PS5 in 2023. Developer Asobimo. Asobimo. Yes. As- Asobimo has released free to play MMORPG Eternal Kingdom Battle Peak on PS4 and PS5. It was previously on mobile, so it's probably a big wet fart noise. Square Enix has trademarked quote unquote Symbiogenesis in Japan, which is the basis for the story of the Parasite Eve game. People are getting very excited about that. Also, developer Granzella announced side-scrolling shoot-'em-up game Project Formation Z for PS4, but no release date was given. Granzella also announced strategy RPG collection R-Type Tactics 1 and 2 Cosmos for PS4 and PS5. They will, it will launch sometime in 2023. They also announced R-Type Final 3 Evolved for PS5. It is launching sometime in March, and it will include support for PSVR 2. So, I think that we have our launch month for <laughs> PSVR 2 because we've seen so many of these games now say, coming in March, PSVR 2 support. I think PSVR 2 is launching in March. Also, Souls-like Metroidvania Grime is coming to PS4 and PS5, but no release date was given. Collectathon 3D platformer Togays, Togies, Togs, will launch on PS4 and PS5 on December the 7th. What's, what's Collectathon? 
it's like where you go around collecting coins and shit. Kind of like there Sonic. was that Mario game on sixty four. Uh, it might have been called Mario sixty four, where you just you get around, go around, and get all the stars. You know. Yeah, I hate it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Next nugget: third person action adventure game Wave Tail will come to PS four and PS five on December the twelfth, or SP five, as I have there. A little dyslexia. Dodge 'em up game Swordship will launch on PS4 and PS5 on December the 5th. The game looks pretty cool. There's no guns. Instead of like shooting everything, you're dodging all the bullets and using your enemies' bullets and weapons to destroy each other. Also, party game Garfield Lasagna Party is launching November 10th for PS4 and PS5. 3D Arena Battler Alice Gear Aegis is coming west sometime in 2023 for PS4 and PS5. Life Sim Game Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, will also come to PS5 alongside PS4 when it launches sometime next summer. Fantasy RPG School Building Simulator, Valtherian Arc, Hero School Story 2, will launch on PS5 in early 2023. Cubite Interactive announced a number of classic titles are being ported to PS4, including Glover, Beat'em Up Archives, Iron Commando, and Legend, Stone Protectors, Brave Battle Saga, The Legend of the Magic Warrior, and Legend of Wukong. Cubite also announced that the Visco Collection is coming to PS4 and PS5. It includes Visco Corporation titles, Andro Dunos, Bang Bead, sounds like a bad porno, <laughs> Captain Tomaday, Flipshot, mm-hmm. Ganryu, Goal, 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 and Neo Drift Out. You think Goal, Goal, Goal is a soccer game? I think they all sound like bad pornos. <laughs> Cubite is also bringing fighting game anthology Breakers Collection to PS4 and PS5 on January 12th. And finally, publisher Raw Fury announced that exploration adventure game Sable will come to PS5 on November 29th, and it will support the DualSense haptics. That one, I'm very excited about that one. That's a cool game. And uh, that's all for the news this week. I'm going to turn it over to Travis now for what is an unbelievable list of new games this week in terms of number. And quality. On the 25th, oh, we sure. have Garbage <laughs> Pail Kids, Mad Mike, and the Quest of the Stale Gum. Yep. <laughs> Mad Mike and the Quest for the Stale Cum. Ooh. Life in Willowdale, Quest for the Stale Cum. <laughs> um, Life in Willowdale, Farm Adventures. Sounds awful. Uh, Miraculous, Rise of the Phoenix, Sphinx. Rise of the Sphinx. Uh, we also have Mountain Blade 2, Banner Lord. Repentless 2. Yeah. Yom, Yamawari, Lost in the Dark. The 26th, we have Stroke the Hedgehog. I bet. Crown of the Emperor. <laughs> Crown of the Empire. Temple of Horror. On the 27th, we have Arcade Archives, Orden. Arkanoid Eternal Battle. Asterix and Oblix, Triple XL. The Ram from Hibernia. Uh huh. Brewmaster Beer Brewing Simulator. That's really interesting. Cubic Parking. Also interesting. A mini Golf Adventure. Rule number one. Saturnalia. Signal. Don't talk about rule number one. Star Ocean, the Divine Force. On the 28th, we have Alterity Experience. American sure. Wild Hunting. Mm-hmm. Biolab Wars, Bones of Halloween, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Sharon's Staircase, Darkwood, Dungeon Munchies, Dungeonoid, Escape String, mm-hmm. Gardenia, 
Halloween Pinball, Rally Racing 2, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Verse, <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil Winter's Expansion, Silenced House, Soft Star, Space Fun, and then they also released Yamawari Lost in the Dark again on that day. <laughs> yeah, I actually caught that one that time, but I just left it in there for shits and gigs. Oh, yeah. Basically Call of Duty and then all these other people were like, I, I guess we have to release this week. <laughs> right, right. The Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is definitely the biggest one, but uh, I wanted to point out a couple of others too. Mountain Blade 2, Banner Lord is a cool strategy action RPG that's getting reviewed pretty well. It looks right up my alley. I uh, put it on my wish list. I'll pick it up on sale one day. But look that up. What else? There's something else here. Uh, there's a couple of uh, horror games uh, that are getting reviewed pretty well. Actually, of course, as you might imagine, right before the week before Halloween, all kinds of scary games coming out. Saturnalia, I think, is getting decent reviews. Signalis getting decent reviews. Those are both scary games. Darkwood, they also a, it's a top-down survival horror game, and it's already been on PS4. This is a PS5 upgrade with DualSense support and 4K and stuff. I actually thought about reviewing that, but I don't know if I can if I can handle it. It looks really cool, but it looks scary as hell. I just don't think I can do it, so I think I'll pass. What else here? Resident Evil shit, whatever. Yeah, so a big week. Couple big, couple uh, or one big hitter. The rest uh, kind of just littered in there. Oh, I forgot Star Ocean: The Divine Force. I know that's a big one too, but I'm not a fucking nerd, so whatever. All right, that's all for the new games. Let's start to wrap the show up, Travis, like we always do by discussing what we've been playing and anything that we're looking forward to. It's on your mind. Played um, played some Battlefield. Probably the last Battlefield to play for a little bit. Um. I was well on my way to unlocking the P90. I think I'm like halfway there. So eventually at some point I'll own that. And apparently the bolt action sniper rifle they put on Battlefield that's from Battlefield, but from Bad Company. Oh, okay. Apparently it's like when they first put it out, they had to nerf it because when they first put it out there, you could do one shot body shot kills from like 50 to 100 meters <laughs> and people oh. <laughs> were just dogging people. <laughs> you couldn't stop it. But um, I think I think it's more... Uh, it's more nerfed now, but still though, if you hit them, if you hit them in the head from any decent di- distance, they're going down. I played some, um, played some more Hitman. I'm just trying to get um, every single. I'm just trying to get five stars on every single level because for some reason it thinks I'd never played Hitman two. So all my Hitman ones are five stars all the way through. They might not be the best times, but I just wanted to get five stars. So. Now I got to do the five stars on the, all the Hitman 2 games, and I should be all I have to do since thinks I didn't play them. That's so dumb. Yeah, I know. So I'll probably look at some speed runs or something just to try to get them done pretty quick. We'll see. I was going to do I was gonna do another one where I killed everybody, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. It takes a lot of thought because you could just go through and blast everybody, but the idea is that you're an assassin, so like... You only want them to find the bodies when you want them to. You don't want them to know you're around. Like you just want them to find the body. You don't want them to hear anything or see anything. So you kind of have right. to think your way through it. So I was going to do Dartmoor and you know kill everybody in the building and outside. There's a lot of people outside. So I've been trying to decide if I wanted to like do I start in the inside and go out or start on the outside and go in or or what? I, I can't yeah. decide yet because theoretically you could get on the roof. And just and snipe the outer perimeter, 
but we'll see. I haven't decided how much. That'll be a fun one to do that on, though. I thought about killing everybody in the house and then going up top and picking off some people. But anyway, other than that, definitely going to play some COD this week. Definitely going to play some multiplayer. We'll start working on the campaign, I'm sure. Um, But that's that's the plan, really. Oh, I also want to buy the Azonzo game, but I haven't I haven't pulled the trigger yet. If you do and it's and it's good, let me know. I uh, I I don't feel like it's like it's maybe thirty bucks or something. Yeah. It's not full price, so I watched. But I've heard uh, it's good. I watched a guy snipe on Hell Let Loose this week. Somehow it popped up in my feed, and like that's the way to go on that game. But it's always full every time I've ever tried to be the sniper. Somebody already has it, but I mean you could just fucking put people down. I mean you just put them down. Like it's crazy. But I watched that same guy play as Zonzo, and it looks pretty good. Like, it just looks fun. Like, I think they did a really good job of. It looks as accurate as you can make it. It's the colors are a little more saturated than Battlefield. Like Battlefield looked kind of, you know, it's kind of dark and dull. That kind of mirrored the war, but like mm-hmm. the Zonzo's a little bit brighter. It looks a little more less depressing, I guess. But you know, you are in the Italian Alps, so maybe maybe there's just a lot of sunlight. Sure. Well, let's see. I played Battlefield 2042. I know. Did uh, I'm pretty sure me and you did play, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. I played some of that. I don't remember much of, of anything that went on. I played mostly, though, this week, PGA Tour 2K23. That was pretty much it. I mean, I, I kind of dedicated myself to that because I've been reviewing that for the website for GamingNexus.com. So my I'm almost done. Uh, my review will be up possibly by the time you're hearing this podcast. So I'll kind of reserve my overall judgment for that, but it's a fine game. Um, you know, nothing crazy either way. So you can look forward to my review next week. But I've been playing quite a bit of that. I'm almost done with the full, like the full season. I wanted, I set kind of an arbitrary goal for myself to get through one whole season in the career. I've skipped some events because I, you know, I didn't need to play all the little minor ones because I had enough points to qualify for the FedEx playoffs or cup or whatever, however golf works, you know, golf's about like baseball. So, uh, yeah, I'm almost done with that. And I put modern warfare two here because I thought maybe I was going to play some last night, but I got on at midnight and of course the server shit the bed. So, uh, I couldn't play any of that. Uh, definitely looking forward to getting a bunch of that in this weekend and, and next week, and I know John wants to do some of the co-op, um, which I think is for three players, or maybe that's the raid. I don't remember. I guess we're going to find out. So I know John wants to get, try to get some of the co-op trophies at some point. And uh, what else? Uh, I guess really we're just kind of in, or for me anyway, I'm in that weird period between you know Call of Duty and waiting on God of War Ragnarok. So I'll get some time to spend with Call of Duty. And then once I get the PGA review off my plate, I need to and want to go back and play more NBA. I've been ignoring all the stuff that I normally play and want to play to take care of these reviews that I've been doing lately. So looking forward to maybe having some time to play some of the other stuff that I, that I normally do. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that's it for you. And for me, that's it for the show. With that, we'll get out of here. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe to get a new episode delivered to you every Monday on your podcast feed or the YouTube. Also, if you could leave us a rating or review, that would be a big help. Helps us out. Helps other people find us and search and uh, suggestions and all that good stuff. Also, if you could leave a written review or comment on YouTube, that's also a big help. As well as sharing us with a friend or loved one who you think may enjoy 
a podcast such as this, where they can get all of the week's PlayStation news in less than 90 minutes. Don't forget to find us on social media as well. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter. We go by at the DualSense Pod, but we're also on Instagram, Facebook, and our blog, which is the DualSense Podcast.wordpress.com. We'll get out of here now. You guys take care. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.